It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting at FanDuel because they've got an app that's safe and easy to use. Plus, they have all the markets I'm looking to bet, like spreads, live betting, player props, same game parlays, and more. So use promo code FAVORITES and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. You must be 21 and over in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FANDUEL.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to the favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. We are the home of the undefeated, the winners. I am Chad Millman from the Action Network, Chief Content Officer. I am joined, as I am every episode, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Chad, 5-0, and o, brother. Matt Mitchell, say- hit the music. Five and fucking oh. Matt Mitchell said it best over the weekend and before we joined. This is going to be an epic hour of insufferable self-congratulation. <laughs> no, and you know what? I really, I didn't think we were going to go that route. And then as soon as we started recording, I was filled with <laughs> so much confidence and ebullience I don't know how this won't be mentioned every other word. Chad Millman is proud of himself. Uh, Chad speaking for himself. I am quick to know you were only as good as your last win. So I'm already on to week two, but no, I mean, we'll recap it. And hell yeah, it feels good, Chad, right? Like there, we're, we are, we know how big the show is. And we're also, we're talking to each other. And we're just like, let's not overthink this because that's yes. our biggest issue. We overthink stuff. Um, and it, again, we went with what we believed in and a five and oh could have been a six and oh, right? If they would have gave us Pittsburgh, me and Chad, that was the one we switched out for the Bears. Um, it was just one of those where it was no matter what we were getting that five and oh, which is the best way you could possibly start the season. Unfortunately, one on one on survivors. Uh, yeah, that was tough. So we're only uh, down to one survivor. But thank we God we did too. Thank God we, we also, did too, Chad. We also love Seattle. And so even if we yeah. had dropped out the Steelers and put in Seattle, uh, we would have done okay to recap for everybody. Um, our final picks, and I will reiterate because I got some questions about this week. Um, download the Action Network app. You can follow every pick that we talk about on the podcast. We put them on two different handles to follow. One is the Faves Five. That is where Simon and I put the five picks we enter into our contest. The reason we have that as a separate handle, the Faves Five, is because we want to be able to keep track with um, as much transparency as we are able to through the technology of what we land on on Sunday. And these picks get put in Sunday at noon. We talk about the five we are leaning to, but between the time we do the podcast, on Thursday and the time the picks are due, a lot of things change. We saw it on Sunday night, on Saturday, on Saturday night, Packers had offensive line issues. There were stories about the Niners having offensive line issues and Kittle not playing. So we are giving you our best leans, but we're still always going to maybe adjust on Sunday. That's why you've got to follow in the app. 
The other handle to follow is the Favorites Podcast, where we put everything else that we talk about, uh, including our executive decision, our Simon Says, our Big Balls Better the Week, et cetera, et cetera. We went 5-0. and Our final teams on Sunday. Atlanta, Houston, Bears, Minnesota, and the Chiefs. Went with the Chiefs at minus three and a half because that line had moved up and the lines for the contest lock in the middle of the week. Simon, your Simon Says was Rams plus two and a half. I was with you 100%. The executive decision from me was Lions plus four. The foxhole that we both agreed on was Cowboys plus two and a half. That hurt. The big balls, better the week, Seattle plus six and a half. Boom, 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 we win. Scooch Roulette, you had Houston seven and a half. I had Atlanta plus five and a half. Overall, astounding, astounding week. A lot of takeaways. From week one. Are you going to do this kind of recap every week? Because this is going to be pretty painful uh, on the bad weeks to just relive it all. One we by have one. To. This is what oh, we do. Man. This is what we do. People uh, can follow I don't know it. If I get paid in, enough for this. People can follow <laughs> it in the favorites in the in the Action Network app, in the favorites podcast handle yeah. and the faves five. So they know. But it's worth sharing. Yeah, it's true. It's just it's uh, we again, five and oh, it's epic. The goal is 60%. So obviously there's going to be some heartache coming, people. But I guess this is my life now. I'm just going to have Chad stomping on me on the bad weeks, but praising me during the good ones. So it's it's fun, obviously. But yeah, now I'm just getting the visualization of this upcoming season. Guy, let me tell you. <laughs> it's going to hurt. What kind of ego do you have that you think that it's only about you? Am I not making picks with you? Are we not having a conversation on Sunday on Thursday, on Tuesday, am I not with you on executive decision, on Foxhole, on Simon Says, on Big Balls? We're putting it in together, man. It's not all on you. You don't have to carry it on your Thank you, Chad. I appreciate broad that. city of Philadelphia shoulders. <laughs> I needed to hear that. We're a team, okay? It's a team sport betting. So some of my takeaways. Number one, Lions, exactly what we thought we would be, right? team that does not give up, team that covers in the back door, team that I had at plus three and a half. I also had DJ Shark under 41 and a half receiving yards. So him scoring the game-winning touchdown was a little bit bittersweet. I took that bet from Sean Kerner on our Convince Me show, which also crushed, I think, of the nine picks we had on Convince Me in the Action Network app Sunday mornings, 11 a.m., went six and three. The Jags looked younger than we thought. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence missed a lot of key passes. I immediately backed the Jags at plus four and a half. We're going to talk about that. Bears were baptized in the rain. We were spot on. You were just so sharp about the backlash or the backlash on Patrick Mahomes. What all you got? What are your takeaways? Uh, just not to overreact. Week one to me means nothing kind of where like whatever I believed in going into it, I kind of got to stand my ground and keep believing it. So Jaguars, I'll go glass half full. I thought they played great on the road. And it's just a couple mishaps and they didn't act like you just said, they didn't capitalize on certain situations. Travis Etienne looked like a guy who was playing his first game he ever played in. So love the upside. Thought Lawrence made some great throws. So I'm excited for the Jaguars still. The biggest bummer for me would be I had a lot of I had a lot of opportunity. I was going to be able to hedge out a lot of positions just after week one on Atlanta and Houston and their divisional games where if they both would have won and been on top of their divisions, man, that would have been incredible for me to take a position on either team. Um, but the witching hour didn't play out that way. So that, that was tough where I kind of look forward or I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get that back. Some dogs are going to break right for us when those ones really didn't. Um, yeah, biggest takeaways: don't overreact. It's this is how they get you. We're going to go through all the lines this week, people. It's going to feel just as gross as it did last week. I'm going to ask you to do stuff you're not going to like, just because you're just the public. You literally look at what happened last week and go, "That's what's that's what this team is, and that's what they'll be the rest of their season." And it's just not like a lot of different things happen for certain teams to be in certain situations. We saw just in that Seahawks Bronco game how stupid football is. None of this makes sense. Like none of it does. Like in a if they sit in a simulation, they play that game again a hundred times. I mean, at least 70, 65% of the time, Broncos are probably gonna cover that number. They just were clearly the better team. So that's what I try to try to tell people. It's like 
a lot of what we do here, yeah, we use models and stuff off computers, but a lot of it's human. We're talking to professionals, other sharp groups, and just the human element of certain situations. We talked how much about Russ going back to Seattle, how weird that was going to be. So to me, it's funny where people are up on Seattle now and down on the Broncos. And again, that's stuff we're going to talk about. Don't do it. Don't do it. Kind of stick to what you believe and head into the season. And you adjust from there, right? Me and Chad talk all the time. It takes a month, honestly, to really figure out most of these teams. Even then, you don't really know. But for the most part, I would say 75% of these teams, I'll really have a good handle on in a month. So, yeah, to start 5-0 and and have a goal of 10-0 and this week, Chad, I'm fired up, brother. Same with the Titans and the Giants, by the way. Like, the Titans gave that game away. Yeah. They, they got cute so many times on third and short. The Giants scored every time. Uh, it, they they had bad turnovers. They were just that team should have won that game outright. They should have won that twenty seven to three. The yeah. Giants are not a world beating team. All right, Chad knows. Don't forget Green Dot Daily in the Action Network app every day at noon Eastern. Check it out. Setting the betting agenda for the day. Right off the bat, Thursday night, Chargers visiting the Chiefs. Game open to three and a half. You can still find some three and a halfs out there. There is now a four, Chargers plus four. That might be a reaction to Keenan Allen not playing in the game. I was very impressed with the Chiefs, which we expected, uh, you and I both. A little underwhelmed by the Chargers. What say you? Yeah, just, I mean, coming in, I was just so hyped about the Chiefs team. So that was one of those where it's like, God, that felt good. Like just watching them absolutely destroy when I've put way too much money into the Chiefs' futures, all these different things, just fading all the public noise about Mahomes. In fact, they came out and put up 44, extreme confidence. The Chargers, other way. It's like their offense looks sloppy. They had a lot of plays left on the field. Keenan Allen's out. Mike Williams was non-existent in that game, which was bizarre to me. Um, Herbert's talent's unreal. Like, there's a throw. Again, he's he's still doing really stupid shit. And that's why going to be my issue with Herbert. He stared this down, this post route, this, this guy, he really ran up the field. He stared him all the way down and threw it between two guys with another safety coming over top. Like a one, like a throw that only maybe three other guys in the whole league can make. And that to me is Herbert's issue right now is he's so talented. He can get away with these things where the check down was there. The check down for an easy 10 or 20 was there instead of taking this high risk throw and pushing it downfield. So yeah, the pro in me, God, I want to bet this Chargers number so bad. Like, this is crazy. This number should be three, three and a half. The fact that you said it's up to four, I can just wait. And I'll grab the Chargers that way. Cannot fault you if you like the Chiefs. To me, the Chiefs are the better team right now, the more complete team. The biggest advantage right now for the Chargers is that defense. Like, Bosa, he was a game wrecker in that game. We saw Khalil Mack actually absolutely game wreck that game. Wow. Like, that to me is where I stopped. I'm just like, okay. If I'm going to bet it, I'll probably end up on the dog on the under. But, yeah, not one, not, no chances will be one of our fives because there's just no strong feeling to me. And I'm a, I'm a Chiefs homer. I just really can't shake how much I love this Chiefs team and how much I love the offense they're running. Again, we talked about the switch up their offense. Safeties have to drop in. We saw what Mahomes did. He just picked them apart. So I am so fired up for this game because, to me, this might be the game of the week. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, These two teams, when they play each other, it's just pretty epic. And you can count on, and this is what I'm a little bit worried about. You can count on um, untraditional decisions being made by the Chargers in odd spots, which makes me worry about betting them. Normally, Chargers plus four, divisional game, team that looked a little bit worse versus a team that looked a little bit better. Autoplay. Autoplay? Yeah. I worry on the Chargers on short numbers because I can't count on them trying to get as many points as possible, right? They are going to go for broke. If they have a chance to go for it on fourth down at midfield, they may. If they have a chance to go for a touchdown in the five-yard line on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal, they may. So I don't know if they'll accrue enough points to keep it close. It's kind of going to be an all-or-nothing scenario for me. And if you just want to action on this game, a play I love from our guy Jill Gallant is Herbert, their score a rushing touchdown. Three out of four games since in his career, he's played against the Chiefs. He's had a rushing touchdown. Right now, you can get a plus 450 at uh, a book I can't say. You get a plus 400 at FanDuel. So it's funny you mentioned Jill because these anytime touchdown props have become a really big deal. People love betting them. Jill is an expert 
at them. He cashed a couple this past weekend too. We will have Action Island, me, you, Vegas Refund, Joe Gallant, Darren Ravel with market updates presented by FanDuel. Thursday, 5.30 p.m. in the Action Network app, on YouTube, on Twitter, anywhere you get your Action Network content. Uh, Jill will be on there. We'll talk about uh, single game, par- same game parlays, touchdown props, all that kind of stuff. All right, so this is going to be a hold right now. Well, it's a pass because by the time people hear our next show, we won't be able to pick this game. So That's right. All right. Colts on the road at the Jaguars. Right now, the best number you can get is Jags plus four and a half, but it's Minus 112, so it's a little bit juiced, which means that it's probably going to go down to four. This is a pros Joe's game here. 64% of the bets on the Colts, 93% of the money on the Jags. And it's not like there's no bets here. There's a decent number of bets. So I will tell you, I said this, I bet the Jags Sunday night at plus four and a half. I was worried the four and a half would be gone immediately. Yeah, no brainer. No brainer. I think four, four, four and a half. Right when this number came out, I, I knew we were going to be on it. Uh, again, we, we've seen it time and time again. This Colts team is just historically overvalued. And I, I loved it. I wanted to make it one of our plays, but there's other games I do really like more. Uh, maybe by Thursday, this will become a guarantee to be one of our five. But how do you not take the Jaguars at home after a loss in position against a Colts team that, again, I don't want to say they're, fraud, they're frauds, but they have weaknesses and those weaknesses can be exploited. Houston literally let them walk back into that game. I just can't see this Jaguars team doing the same thing after that loss last week. They looked, again, they had moments of, yeah, they look kind of young and lost, like Chad was saying. Then the other moments where it's like, I can see why the hype is around Trevor Lawrence in this offense and the defense. Their defense was making plays against Wentz. And there's some issues at their cornerback position. So, yeah, I, I love this matchup for this Jaguars team historically. They've owned the Colts at home. We know the history of these two. So four, four and a half. I, I would grab that number now if you can, at that four and a half. I don't think it'll be there by Thursday. I'm going to say something right now. Executive decision. The choice between the unthinkable and the impossible. Now you have your orders. Execute them. Executive decision. I love this Jacks team. And I didn't see anything on Sunday that made me think differently other than they're young and made bad mistakes that can be corrected. A lot of this was on Trevor Lawrence. He, he missed three touchdown passes. Yeah. He corrects a couple of things. He pulls back on the throttle a little bit. Doug Peterson can get him there. There's no doubt in my mind. Jags plus four and a half mark it down. Executive decision. We'll put it in the app action network app. Follow the favorites podcast. Jags plus four and a half. Love it. Yeah. All right. Dolphins visiting the Ravens plus three and a half. The number moved down from four. This is an interesting team. You love the Dolphins, Chad? I, I, you know what? I don't. They're getting majority of the money. Good. 53%. Good. The number opened at four. Yeah. So it's come down a little bit, but I'm not sold yet. Like, I think the Patriots are worse than we think. I think Lamar Jackson is going to play his mind out. I think that the Dolphins can be overhyped, overconfident. And it's different when you're playing a team you're better than at home than going on the road against a team that I think, as we've talked about, can win the Super Bowl. So as we're talking, I like the Ravens, but I'm going to wait because I think this number is going to go to three. Love the Ravens. and I'm doing the exact same thing Chad's going to do. I'm waiting on it. This was a no-brainer. As soon as I watched the tape on Tua and that game, because I honestly didn't watch much of that Miami game, I bet heavy on the under and I already had money at Miami at minus two and a half. We talked about Chad. We were like, if this number is still under three, we were all in on Miami. Unfortunately, it was three and a half in our contest, so we just stayed away. But, man. Miami is going to be hyped up just because their fan base is so ravaged. And again, Tua, he was he was begging to throw a couple of picks in that game against New England. And to me, it said more about New England being un- underprepared, which is insane for a Belichick team. But we all heard all the stories coming out of their camp all offseason. And it turned out to be true. Their offense was totally dysfunctional. So just looking at this number, I hope Chad's right. It gets down to that. 
but I had this number at four anyway. So I would take it up to four regardless with the, the Ravens, but I'm always looking for the best number. So I have no problem waiting on this. Uh, to me, again, we talk all the time about putting favorites in. This is one of the favorites I circled right away. Uh, I, I love, I love this Ravens team. And the fact that Lamar is now a known Miami Dolphins guy where he's liking Miami Dolphins pictures of him dressed in uniform with the helmet and all the gear on. Who's to say this isn't a trial for Lamar trying to show off to this Miami team. So everything about it, it's his hometown team. Um, the fact that, you know, not that they didn't look great against the Jets, but that was a little bit of sweat. There's moments there the Jets were kind of in that game against the Ravens. And they just look sloppy. I think it's what we talk about all the time. There's certain quarterbacks they probably should play in the preseason. Maybe Lamar is one of them because he didn't look right until that second half. So I love this matchup. Ravens at home with that defense against an overrated Miami team where I might be one of those people that have overrated them. But this is one of those for Miami. You have to win this game. You want to be one of the top teams in the AFC. You want to win the division over the over uh, the Bills. You have to win this game. No doubt about it. This is a statement game because me and Chad talking, we think the Ravens are a top two, top three team in the AFC. So I am excited as hell. Again, there's a bunch of good games this week. This is another one. It's like great game taking the Ravens at home. Keep, keep anything under four. I think you're getting good value. Well, all right. So that raises the question in the action network app just now, I set an alert for when this line gets to three. Why wouldn't I just wait? I think it's going to get there. You're already, you know, you can pay three and a half minus one Oh five. So they're going to ask me, to, they're begging me to bet the three and a half right now. Why don't I just wait when I know the tickets and the money are coming in on the Ravens? On the Miami or are they coming on the Ravens? I mean, on, the, on Miami. Yeah, that's fair to wait. Uh, to me, I'm just going to grab it just to be safe because I know other pros are looking at this number. Like, I'm not the only one that has a model or and talking to other guys. So I know a couple groups that are waiting for that three. So yeah, I don't hate it waiting for that, but it might only get there for a second and the books will just bump it right back to three and a half. So... Yeah, okay. no, no issue waiting. If you're only going to bet this game one time, wait. Me, I'm, I have to bet it multiple times. So I've already hit it a couple times. You bet games a lot. You bet the same sides a lot. I tend not yeah. to do that. Well, you don't have a, sh- a shit huge bankroll to blow away on a game. So it's like, again, I love Chad. Chad is my boss of this job. Uh, you know, I won five times when Chad pays me for a year and two hours. It's like high risk, high reward. I bet the Ravens way too many times. Did I sleep at all? No, Chad saw me Sunday morning. I literally couldn't sleep. It's like I had way too much money out for week one. Yeah, got really lucky that everything pretty much hit, except like maybe one big bet. So that that's that was probably one of my bigger weekends uh, other than a Super Bowl. Why do you have to make me feel bad about it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you're belittling me or something. Uh, <laughs> all right. Jets, Browns. Browns minus six. Browns broke my heart. I don't think they should have won that game. Jets were terrible. 84% of the money coming in on the Jets right now at plus six. Damn it. Yeah, because I want to take the Jets. I feel like this is a nice little spot for them. But hopefully that's professional money. If that's public money, that's 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 trouble. That's a public dog. Um I don't know what to do with it. I like the Jets, historically teams that get blown out at home then go on the road in week two. I think Evan put it out. They hit a 66 or 62% rate. Historically, it's good, right? Week two, team gets embarrassed at home. They go on the road and they usually cover. So just playing the number, I think you're getting a good number. I had it at four. It's all the way up to six. Again, Flacco is bad. The Jets are bad. I don't know if Jacoby Brissett's that much better. I watched a decent amount of that Cleveland game. I felt like it was more about Baker that made yep. that. Cleveland had those points and kind of kept that game closer. If Flacco just isn't terrible as Baker was, like he was in that first half, I, I can see that music coming this summer. Just two really bad teams. I don't know how much action I'll have on it. The under feels safe too, even though it's like, I get it. Other guys, like I've talked to pros, usually take the overs in this because they expect a lot of turnovers. I don't. I've seen both these teams' offenses last week. They both kind of are very conservative. So I think it's a safer play in the under. Um, but yeah, I, I will most likely take that. Six, six and a half, but it's one of the games I have not bet yet. Matt Mitchell weighs in. The New York Jets outgained Baltimore by 104 yards. Doesn't change anything I feel about Baltimore against Miami. To me, that is a public perception play in which public perception is leaning too hard into the Dolphins right now. But it does make me think about the Jets. And look, we can't lose the courage of our convictions, right? 
if if this were week one, we would have played the Jets. Just because we saw how bad they were doesn't mean that the number isn't inflated on the Browns who went on the road and won in a high-profile matchup. So there's a lot of signals there that say betting the Jets, it's like betting on the Seahawks plus six and a half against the Broncos. It just might be something we have to do. <laughs> That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, I would, I would like to see it go up higher, but you, like the fact that so much pro money's already come in on them, um, it could drop. So if, if you do, or if you're like Chad and you just want to grab the six now, grab it, but I'll wait and see if I get six and a half. I'm going to wait. I'm definitely going to wait. All righty. I was just making a note. I got a lot of notes. I got to run a show. Like you might just be a professional better who's betting five times in a weekend, what I'm paying you in a year, but I'm trying to keep <laughs> a show rolling. Okay. You say it like, you say it like we're not even friends. We are friends. I say it like you're not really my boss, which you say you are my boss, but I, I view you more as a friend. It was hurtful. I just want to say that was hurtful. Um, it's, you pay me good. I'm just saying it's like, it puts it's not, you know, it's the way you refer to me as like your boss. Like, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. We're friends, right? Friends first. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code FAVORITES. This week, my favorite bet is Atlanta catching 10.5 against the Rams. I love betting with FanDuel because they have all my favorite betting markets. Plus live betting options for when I want to jump in and bet all game long. Plus they have an app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. So sign up with promo code FAVORITES for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877- 770 stop in Louisiana, 1 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1 800 889 9789, 1 800 522 4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Buccaneers did not look great against the Cowboys. The Cowboys just looked worst. The Saints, a lot of pain. A lot of pain. I don't know how the Saints won that game. Boy, the Falcons, it's like, here's what I love. You know how I feel about AFC and NFC South teams, that they're totally irrelevant. No one cares about them. And outside of their specific city limits, if no. they didn't exist, it wouldn't matter. The eight teams in the NFC and AFC South, I think they won two games, including teams that played each other in the Colts and the Texans uh, and the Buccaneers and the Saints are the two teams that won Saints two and a half point home dogs. Of course you got to play it. Um, if you can get a three, that's great. Bets on the bucks money on the Saints pros. Joe's give me the Saints Foxhole. Yeah. Easy bet. Foxhole. Yep. Let's climb down into the Foxhole. If you like this show and you've listened to it multiple years now, Saints are 4-0 against Tom Brady since he's joined the Buccaneers. And me and Chad just blindly every time have taken the Saints because they're always undervalued. And for some reason, their defense has just figured out Brady. So no surprise that the public has come back in on Tom. They forget what happened. That, that did not look like the Brady of old, that game against the Dallas team. They left a lot of points on the field, which Brady does not do. We saw their offensive line kind of have major problems, right? It's like, again, if you didn't have Julio and Mike Evans, that would be a really bad Bucks team. 
But luckily for him, he's got great weapons outside so he can stay competitive. But scary when you have a 45-year-old quarterback with that bad of an offensive line. And I do think the NFC, there's going to be big big value in this division. We talk, I mean, not just this conference. We talked about in the summer because no one knows. Like, how much doubt do we have right now about Green Bay, the Rams, and the Buccaneers? A lot. And again, we try not to overreact just to week one. But man, these teams, they had weaknesses last year. It feels like they all quantified even more. It's way more, way more weaknesses for all these teams. And We've seen the Eagles' uh, Super Bowl odds drop way down. I think they're 13-1 to 1 at FanDuel um, just because of that. It's like the NFC seems wide open. So in just this matchup, Saints defensively match up great up with the offense there. Jameis, my man hurting all over. The best, best interview in football. Everything he says is hilarious. You went into the medical tent at one point, came back out. Where was the pain, Jameis? Yeah, just pain. It was pain everywhere. So we got to keep on pushing through and being resilient. Uh, Michael Thomas looked good, right? Did you, uh, he looked he looked amazing in the red zone, which was weird. Um, I don't know if that's strategically by them not to have him running all the way up and down the field, like keeping his legs fresh. But same old Michael Thomas and Winston is taking a huge advantage of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like this matchup. I can see this being one of me and Chad's five. Like you can I almost wanted to make it my Simon says, but there's another game. I'm even grosser that I'm going to get people in on. Look, there are plus threes around. I highly recommend you find one uh, and get it because it is waffling be plus three and plus two and a half. And if you get a plus three, it's at minus one Oh five, uh, which means it's going to two and a half. So look fast. Uh, Simon, I've added to our list right now, the two games that we love the most that we are going to be debating Jags four and a half saints plus three. <laughs> it's going to be ugly every single week. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be terrible. Patriots. This line's all over the place. You can get the Patriots minus one. You can get the Steelers plus two. Pretty much even money. A little bit more ticket activity on the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are bad. We got them in the exact right spot. It was a rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot. Okay? We knew it. Every better knew it. Plus six and a half. They were a huge play for everybody at the Action Network. I know Stucky on the Action Network pod loved them. You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. Patriots look terrible, terrible against Miami. I mean, it's tough, though. What do we do? We don't know what's happening with Mac. Mac yeah. apparently has a banged up back. Can't really do much. Again, it's a game where I looked at it instantly thinking, New England, no brainer. You take New England here every time. Pittsburgh, huge, huge win over a divisional foe. What was a five, four turnovers by the Bengals, and they won by three? Yeah, more uh, than that. <laughs> right. So it's like Pittsburgh was going to be an auto fade. That was going to be an easy bet against them. I do think Mac is good. I know he looked terrible against Miami last week, but I do think this kid's good. So I want to wait and see because um, I love this play. Like it's it's easy to bet New England in this situation just because of what Pittsburgh did and what that's happened to them. Right. Losing a divisional game. But man, like if Mac is out, can't do it. It's like, I, I, what, who is it? Hoyer? I, I'm not even sure who their backup yeah, is. It's Brian just, Hoyer. That makes sense. So, yeah, I, I just I can't, can't touch the game until I know the definition of who's playing. So that's definitely one we'll bring back up on Thursday. So now Baker is on the road. It's a two-and-a-half-point dog. This number has moved up. It opened at one. Now it's a two-and-a-half against the Giants, who, like, look, they stayed in the game against the Titans. But they stayed in the game because the Titans were – like that offensive coordinator, who I think is new, really has to reevaluate what he's doing because the play calling was just terrible. I watched a lot of that game. It's one of those games where I had the Titans in a survivor pool, so I was upset about that. But I really wanted to be right about the Titans at five and a half, or I wanted the wise guys to be wrong about the Giants at five and a half. Yeah. Because we were so on it. So I was rooting for the Titans and against the Giants, even though I had no financial interest other than the survivor pools and like this it was fun at half half time we were feeling good 13 we were feeling nothing. great yeah totally we were feeling great through the third quarter they just yeah. gave the game away so that's again this is the giants thing where they had one big run by saquon set up a touchdown then they had one big catch by who was it shepherd some yep. receiver shepherd yeah touchdown right so now it's 13 13 this is like literally, this was one minute. They just did all that. Like the, the Titans went three and out, gave it back. So they put up 13 points in one minute. Then 
I'm not even joking. I think it was 28 minutes went by or 27 minutes went by. The Giants did nothing, right? So they're down seven at this point. Daniel Dimes, Danny Dimes drives the field, crushes me and Chad, scores a touchdown, gets a two-pointer, and then they miss the field goal. So yeah, magical. Instantly knew I was going to fade a team that won a game off three plays. Like that's, that's a miracle team right there. So to me, the Giants, I was praying, even though I had money in the Panthers, I was kind of praying they were going to lose here. So I'd be able to get a great number in this matchup because I knew this was going to be an easy, easy bet taking the Panthers here. Like, again, it was my own fault. You should listen to the pros. Chad just said it like every pro I knew was talking about being on the Giants, and I just couldn't see it. And that's football. That did not make any sense how they won and covered that game other than it's football. It's like these things happen. So just looking at this matchup, Baker, horrible first half. Incredible second half. Literally looked like he figured it out and put it together for that second half. But it was a little too late, right? Can't turn it over that many times, give up that many points, expect to come back. They need a miracle kick, miracle field goal, I should say, by Cleveland to win that game. So, again, we know Carolina has talent. They matched up well against a, a Cleveland team that, other than their quarterback position, has really good talent. So, just going off the matchup, had this game as a pick. Because, again, I have Carolina graded as a higher grade. People don't realize the history. Danny Dimes at home, not good. You fade no. Danny at home, you bet him on the road. Historically, he's just always been that way. So, to me, hoping we get a three, Chad, but that's like a contest play. Real life, of course, we want a three. Three and a half would be amazing. Still fine with betting at two and a half. Again, money line play if you want it. But I would take the two and a half because we've seen two and a half actually does matter nowadays. Teams miss extra points, and that does matter, the two and a half. But understand if you just want to do the money line. I just – I love Carolina in this position. Yeah, it. Uh, this is one of those things where you've got to watch some of the games. You've got to read the box scores. you got to know more than what the highlights are telling you because if you only watch the highlights – Baker botched it. The Giants are a miracle team full of guts because they went for a two-point conversion when they were down 20 to 19. And then uh, the Titans, by the way, who drove down the field and then wasted a time, wait, wasted time, wasted a timeout, and then went backwards to kick a 47-yard field goal that they missed. So the Giants had no business winning this game. And they will be worse at home because that's what Danny Dimes does. Panthers plus two and a half. We've just added it to the list. As always, uh, the three teams we love so far are in the AFC and NFC South. Jags, <laughs> it, it Saints. Makes the most sense. Jags, Saints, Panthers. Uh, reminder, our Foxhole game right now is the Saints plus uh, three. If you can get it, Jags plus four and a half is the exact decision. We still got a Simon Says to talk about. This is interesting. All right. Washington Commanders on the road at the Detroit Lions, who are slight favorites. I'm seeing one and a half to two and a half. What say you? Don't have a great feeling for this game because I really wanted Detroit to be a dog at home. I thought the public would be all over Washington, but I think it's kind of the Carson Wentz effect, right? They're not really buying it. They kind of view him as a question. A lot of questions just around this matchup. Both two teams that could overachieve greatly this season. Like, they both have a lot of talent on offense, both these teams, uh, with questions on their defensive side. So, not going to be one of our five. This line's too close. Two evenly matched teams. Leaning towards the Lions, just like them at home, in a bounce-back spot. They showed me a lot on offense last week. Like, the fact that they kept coming back. Again, I, I switched the channel as an Eagles fan. I was like, this is done. There's other games I'd rather check out. They came back the lines. Like, they just don't give up. They're a, a, just a gritty team. They have to win this game. Like, if I am going to win any sort of futures on this team, this is a must win. So, way way bigger, more important game for both these teams is definitely the Lions. It means more to them. I guess under three, under two, whatever you can get it at, I would take the Lions. But I just can't see it being mean. One, of, mean, one of our five just because there's other favorites I like more. You don't sound convinced like as I'm sitting here, I bet the I bet the Panthers. I bet the Saints. I bet the Jaguars already. I don't feel great about betting the Lions here. I'm going to, though. I can, I can tell you that much. It's just, yeah, will it be one of my biggest seven or eight bets? Probably not. The Seattle Seahawks, the resurgent Seattle Seahawks, the Geno Smith doesn't get written off by himself Seahawks. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. 
That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. On the road, double-digit dogs at San Francisco. Money coming in, early money coming in on the Seahawks. I went from not thinking the Bears could beat the 49ers to being all in on the Bears against the 49ers. And the 49ers in a monsoon were terrible. What does your number say here? Simon says, bet the 49ers. When Simon says, do it, we do what Simon says. What? Love this game so much. It's like classic overreaction of the 49ers played in a monsoon. They, there was literally nothing you could take away from that game. Seattle got every little break. I honestly, just looking on paper, the 49ers might run for 400 yards against the Seahawks defense. And I, I know people think I'm over-exaggerated. I'm not. That's how bad this team is run defensively. Oh, Jamal Adams is now out for the year. Their number one run stopper. Problems for the Seahawks. Enjoy last night. And like the fans, everyone's all hyped. That was your Super Bowl. Easy. It was already going to be a letdown spot. Um, I knew that coming in with the Seahawks because we were all over that number. Did not see the 49ers playing as bad as I did because I didn't know the weather was going to be like it was, but we were on the Bears. But everything, everything is lining up. This is such a nice situational play on this 49ers team. I'd take this up to 13. Um, I think no. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I don't think people realize how bad the Seahawks team is. Geno Smith played the half of his life. What was he, 17 of 18, Chad, or 17 of 17? I think they were up. I don't even know. It might have been like three or three points or seven points at half. It was just like as, as good as Geno played, that team is just not built to be great. This 49ers team is built to be great. The talent across the board, you just couldn't see it because they're playing against the Bears in a monsoon. It's that was crazy. Like that game made no sense. So I love the value we're getting on the 49ers. Um, we'll see what kind of number we get in the contest. But to me, this is an auto play every time I take this number with this 49ers team. You know what I love? While you were talking, I went into the action app, hit 49ers minus nine and a half, minus 110, quick slipped right into FanDuel, had the bet made in about 15 seconds. Technology. Just beautiful. I guess you're right. Like as soon as you said it, as soon as you started talking about it, I started thinking, look. About yeah, we don't have the, a choice. You don't have a choice, but also we're applying the principles of a team looked horrible, look for the opportunity to bet them as dogs. We still have to apply it. A team looked too good. A team looked horrible. Look for it as an opportunity to bet a favorite. We can't just bet underdogs like and ignore favorites. We see a favorite right now is at nine and a half. That's a good number. You like it at 13. If I can take it, yeah, take the 49ers just, minus nine and a half. And good. People going through the season long, I will be on Seattle a lot. Like I just going through the season long, there's going to be a lot of opportunity with them, especially at home. How many times they're catching a lot of points. This is just not the time you want to back them. Like after such an emotional win, again, their Super Bowl. Hell, man. I did not know Russell Wilson had rustled so many people's feathers the wrong way. Seemed like a lot of people were bitter towards him in that organization. So, wow. Like that's. That's a lot to bounce back from in such a, what, six-day period for this, this Seahawks team. I just, unless Trey Lance is truly a bust, this should be a layup win for this team. I was surprised at how much he was booed. Me too. I, I disagreed with that. Um, as a fan, like, of an Eagles team that only had one good quarterback in my lifetime, you could say, because I had one Super Bowl from Nick Foles, there's no scenario I, I'd boo Nick Foles, but – you know, the booze were flowing. It was Monday night. They might feel bitter about it. Um, I just, yeah, me and Chad are in agreement. You can't be booing, booing Hall of Famers. Yeah, that was, that just felt, I thought that the Seahawks fans were classier than that. Falcons on the road at the Rams, two teams desperate for a win. Falcons plus 10 and a half. I mean, the money's coming in on the, the Falcons. I guess you take the Falcons. You kind of hold your nose, but I'm not dying to. Yeah. I, I, not, I it's not a contest it. play. No, I, I bet it, though. It's like, I like this Falcons team. Me and Chad, I like them coming in. Did I know they're going to be the, probably the best run team in football? No, I thought it was going to be Baltimore, but Cordell Patterson, Mariota, that's a nice one-two punch on the running side of things. So, yeah, they're a fun team. We'll take the points with them, but I don't know. It's extended rest for the Rams, I guess, is maybe the only reason I have huge pause. And 
this Atlanta team, a little bit of, you know, I don't really know what to make of them. Like Mariota, he had moments where he really flashed where I was like, okay, this, this Atlanta offense is going to be really good this year. And they couldn't buy a first down in that second half. So it's, it is tough with this Atlanta team. They have their warts. Um, but 10 points, 10 and a half against a Rams team that has way more question marks. Yeah, I get it where Chad's coming from. I'll bet this, but won't be one of our five. Arizona Cardinals, who looked terrible, they were exactly what we thought they would be. And this was a great example of, I kind of was leaning Cardinals on Tuesday, and you completely talked me out of it. And I'm so glad not only did you talk me out of it, but we liked it so much we put it in the contest. Game was over four minutes in. They're on the road at the Raiders, Raiders five and a half. Raiders look better than we planned. Or I shouldn't say better than we planned. I thought that game was closer than even five points. And so Raiders minus five and a half against a Cardinals team that I think is terrible. Yeah. I know it's so chalky, but I'm, I'm, I bet it. I bet them. I think it was opened at three and a half. I got it when it was at four. I thought about it again, four and a half. I was like, you know, I'll wait. I bet you it goes back to four. And then it went right up to five and a half. So I clearly a group took a position on that. I have no doubt. I'll find out who in the next 24 hours. I'm not going against whoever it is. They moved the line that many points. They know something. So auto bay, auto play for me because those Raiders opening opening game at home. I don't know if you remember last year. I think it was uh, them versus the Ravens. They were like a six point dog at home in a Monday night game, and they they beat them. They beat them straight up the Ravens. So we've learned this Raiders team. The fans show up and they are rowdy and they're loud. That's a true home field advantage there in Las Vegas. So yeah, under six points against a Cardinals team that. I just don't have any faith in like Chad. Again, they're going to win. They're going to cover some games. Kyler Murray is an out-of-this-world talent. But this is a bad spot for them. Coming to face a team that is just better across the board. But what about the number? If, like, you didn't get it at two and a half, three and a half, four, four and a half, five and a half just feels like if we're supposed to follow the philosophy of get the best of the number, we're a field goal off the best of the number. You are, but it's still a good number because it's under six. And to me, six is such a key number, just as just as much as seven is. So I think you are getting a good number if you believe in this Raiders team, do it. If you're a coward, you can tease it. Like, there's plenty of times I'll tease a, a game down because I'm a coward. Like, I think I did what I gave out, Chiefs and Ravens last week when I should just bet them straight. But it's like, I got such a good number, and now the number had moved, like Chad talked about. I usually tease it because I overthink stuff. So, so to me, tease it if you're scared, but five and a half is still a good number. All right. Texans, Broncos, how the Broncos are 10 point favorites over anybody right now. I don't know. Really? I actually like the Broncos here. So we'll just skip this one. I, I just look at the Broncos team is they're really good. Russell Wilson's still pretty damn good. They just made so many stupid mistakes. Their head coach might be a complete idiot. Like that, that guy might be fired midway through the season. If Elway sees more of what that guy just did, like I, I, I still can't believe what happened, Chad. I, I literally cannot believe what we saw Monday night. The guy taking a chance at a 64-yard field goal over Russ, getting him five yards. Um, bizarre. So th don't know what to really think of them, but I do know this. This Broncos team has tons of talent on offense and defense. Their biggest weakness is still their offensive line. Looked improved, though. So, yeah, I, I would love to come in here and shit on uh, Russell Wilson and Tell you to take the Texans and it's a good number, but I think exactly the number it is is the number it should be. I had this 10, 10 and a half. It's where it should be. Um, won't won't really bet this one. If anything, uh, again, the Broncos be another team I might tease. Um, but again, I, I don't want to go against Houston. We love Houston, but man, this Broncos team, I the only thing slowing them down we've seen is them, right? Like they they are the only issue is them right now. So Russ will get more comfortable as the season goes along. That's when I'll bet them later in the season as he gets more comfortable. Or right now, uh, just there's no way I would make this one my five. And I can just tell Chad he doesn't really like this one either. No, I don't like this at all. But then again, I don't know. We've only got four games we love right now. Bengals on the road, massive favorites against the Cowboys. This is traditionally a spot where you want to bet the big home dog. Yeah. Cowboys eight and a half. Everyone that listens is not going to bet this. Me and Chad have to bet this. Yeah. We'll make a donation to our uh, favorite foundation, FanDuel Sportsbook. No one's betting this but us. It's definition of a pros versus Joe's game. Is Dak Prescott worth nine and a half points? I don't think so. I don't no. think he's that good. Like, I think he's really talented. 
nine and a half points. I just, I can't get there with that. So yeah, I love the public taking the Bengals who should play better. Can't play much worse than they did against Pittsburgh, but man, uh, seven and a half points at this point, I just, I'll hold my nose and I'll take it. Chad might be able to convince me on Sunday as we say here Tuesday. I don't know in what world do I want to be sweating Cooper Rush in my five contest, but I'm trying to go 10 and now. So I just can't see him being it. I'll tell you what, though. Tune in later this week, and it might be a big balls bet of the week. Fact. Packers, Sunday night, hosting the resurgent, the celebrating one win like it's Pat Beverly in the playoffs for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Chicago Bears. Look, I love the Bears. I was standing for most of that game. After the game, I was sitting with my kid. We watch all the games together. He's looking at the Bears social feeds. Every two seconds, he's like, Dad, look at this one. Dad, look at this one. And it's just the Bears going crazy posting on social. He's like, they're posting a lot for one win. He's like, then, he, then he's like, wow, they're really posting a lot. So if a 15-year-old kid who lives his life on social media says you're overreacting and posting too much, you might be posting too much. <laughs> yeah, and how do you not feel good, Doc? All of us, me, you, Matt, we're all 1-0 right now. I don't know if we've ever been 1-0 together. No, uh, you mean, you're referring to the Bears, Eagles, and Bills, by the way. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's hard not to enjoy it. Like, again, I, I should probably tweet it out. I muted the word Giants because – Apparently, Giants hadn't been over 500 since 2016, and, man, their fans were annoying. So um, I get it. We're all excited. We're all 1-0. Uh, I don't know what to do with this game, Chad. To me, like, this is another game I'll just bet the under because I really don't know what to do with it. I think it's a good number. I really want to take the Bears. But, God, Aaron Rodgers burns me in this spot every damn time, every time. And it'll, it'll be hilarious. Like I remember last year, I think we took the Bears. Man, we might have had, like, six and a half, Chad, at home. We were up 12 going into the midway through the third quarter. And Aaron Rodgers somehow ran it in at the very end of the game for another touchdown. I think that was when he said, I own you to the Bears fans. Yes. And it owned our cover. And, like, we lose this cover every time with this Bears team. But, I, again, I can't put this in my five, but I had to take this number every time. Like, the Bears, this is an inflated line. I didn't really learn much from them last week other than the fact that I just love Fields. He's such a gamer, such heart. He didn't put up the stats, right? But he made in the moments the important plays he needed to for his team to win. So um, maybe we'll just fade Green Bay being dysfunctional right now. And I'm just reading too much into that. But I just can't put money on Green Bay right now. I feel comfortable putting money on the Bears rather than Green Bay, which is crazy to think. Well, the problem is, look, the, the Packers often look dysfunctional in the first game of the year. And their receivers were clearly terrible. And Aaron Rodgers was clearly frustrated but that was also the exact right spot to play the Packers you for the Vikings you don't really know who the Bears are yet playing in a monsoon was not the right scenario to be able to judge what this team is defensively against a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers so for me it's probably going to be a pass yeah that's fair Titans visiting the Buffalo Bills I don't know if we have any Buffalo Bills drops because Matt Mitchell doesn't like to include those in the show. That's true, Chad. I like to keep it pretty subdued. That's why I'm going to be taking it easy on the Bills signature shout song this year, introducing potentially a new Josh Allen theme that'll get toes tapping coast to coast. The Bills make me wanna shout. The Titans are 10 point underdogs. This number has popped. This is a inflation station line to me it's ugly to play it but you kind of have to primetime game one team got embarrassed the other team looked like their shit don't stink everyone's all in on the bills where i go back and watch the film and i saw josh allen look flustered had a bunch of turnovers had a bunch of underthrows on his deep balls that worked out and the biggest advantage for them that rams game was the rams could not keep on the field so by the second half the rams defense was shot like josh allen Mean, mean, mean. Chad both agreed. We think he's the best athlete, best player right now in football, just because of what he can do. He's bigger, faster, stronger than everybody, and has one of the best arms in football, and is very accurate. So scared because Josh Allen didn't have a good game, and his team won by I don't even know what the final score was. It might have been by twenty four. It's just man, this Bills team is so good. But this is going to be our lives, Chad. All season we're going to be taking the value on the dog 
And a dog against the Bills is always going to be overvalued. Like this number is bumped up probably three points just because the Titans laid such a bad egg and the Bills look like world beaters. So, yeah, I, I wish I could make it one of our five. Maybe I'll get pushed into it. But there's a different game on Monday that I like a little more. Um, that oh, we're about to get boy. To. So to me, it's it's tough where I, I just love the fact we're getting so many points. But Josh Allen scares the shit out of me, man. Like I hated that experience on Thursday. He's just so good. Every time he needs a first down, he gets either run or Gabe Davis or Stefan Diggs. Man, it's just, man, Bills, Bills are so complete. Well, look, let's talk about uh, I'm going to bet the Titans, but it doesn't have to be yeah. part of our part of our five. Vikings visiting the Eagles. Two, two and a half. Money's on the Eagles. Tickets on the Vikings. Easy. It's your, it's your ball game, buddy. Yeah, easy bet. One of the rare times I'll bet on my favorite home team, Eagles. Such an easy bet. Like our Eagles' greatest strength is being able to run the ball and own the offensive line. The Vikings, that's how you can dominate this team. Like that matches up so well for this Eagles team, the ball control, dominate the line. Don't let Kirk Cousins get in a good, comfortable position. We're also getting Kirk Cousins in primetime, people. Don't forget, Kirk Cousins, 1 p.m. at home, autoplay. Like, I think it's 63%. I think Evan tweeted that out. It's love the Vikings at home at 1 p.m. The Kirk Cousins on the road in a primetime game. I'm getting under three with the Eagles. The public is betting. All the, all the tickets are coming on the Vikings. All the pros are betting the Eagles. No-brainer to me. Lo- love this one. I'll try to convince Chad just because we don't love having to wait all the way to get our five and oh. Yeah. But this might be worth it. I just love the Eagles in this spot. This is such a great position for them to be in. By the way, at FanDuel right now, the lot the Eagles are minus one and a half, minus one eighteen. So that means a little bit of pro money is coming in on Minnesota. Yeah. So do you wait? Yeah. Obviously, I would keep waiting then because that means it could keep dropping, but I just think they're eventually going to come. They're going to come on the same page with me where it's just like, this is a really good matchup for this Eagles team, but maybe they're skeptical because they just saw the lines do whatever they want on offense against them. But I think that was more situational for anything else. Like the Eagles defense was good. They just, they stopped trying the second half and they gave up whatever it was, 17 straight points. Yep. Right now, uh, the games we like Jags plus four and a half saints plus three Panthers plus two and a half. We're getting in your big favorite, 49ers minus nine and a half. Eagles minus two, minus one and a half. Games we are watching that we will discuss on Thursday, depending on the lines. Ravens minus three. New York Jets plus six. I don't think you're going to be sick reading that, Chad. You literally look like you're about to be sick just reading the Jets. I know, right? I also think we should keep an eye on the Titans plus 10. I don't know that we want to go into Monday night having two open bets, but it definitely sticks out. Vrabel as a dog, double digit dog coming Um, off a bad week where like, it just come on. What are we doing here? We're not betting Titans plus 10. It's like we bet the Seahawks plus six and a half in the same spot. Yeah. And do you want to give it to our five fans that got upset at us? Cause their contest locks on Thursday for survivor, um, our survivor pick. And we'll do it again Thursday, but yeah. To me, it's situational, right? Like, that's why I love our guy Travis Reed puts out your best options. Um, Survivor, just mathematically, like when you would be able to use a team again and when you wouldn't be able to. Bengals jumped out to me. Like the Bengals in this position against a backup quarterback. I don't know if the Bengals will cover, but man, I I can't see a world they don't win this game. They need this game bad. They can't start the year 0-2, this Bengals team. So they jumped out to me and the same with the 49ers. So 49ers at home against Seattle. This feels like a no-brainer. So those those to me are my two favorites. Um, I don't know if you have other ones you like more, Chad. No, the the team that jumped out to me was the Bengals. Yeah, because again, it's all about when we're going to be able to use them again. And both those yep. teams, their schedules are not easy. All right. So to recap, 49ers minus nine and a half. Foxhole, Saints plus three. Executive decision, Jags plus four and a half. Early survivor, if your your contest locks before Thursday. Bengals. We will have on Thursday the big balls bet of the week, scooch roulette. We'll finalize. We'll get closer to finalizing. Follow 
in the Action Network app, the Favorites podcast, follow the Faves Five, follow Chad Millman, follow Simon Hunter. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift for Simon Hunter, for Matt Mitchell. I am Chad Millman. Until next time, love you. 